Welcome to Chatting with Fate Accompli. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Scott Jacobson. Oh, hello, Logan. Hello, everybody. It is... I... Sorry, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> it's just us. It's only us. It's, it's just us. We are, we are the only ones here this week. Um, Michael... Um, we went actually, up to him and asked him, like, you want to join the podcast this week, Michael? And then he put the whole of his hand on my face and pushed me into the dirt. And then he walked it's away. True, it's true, it's true, I saw it. Actually, I don't think that was Michael. That might have been in the other state. Either okay. way, no, it's just us. That statement might have been a little less true. Maybe I was hallucinating that happening, or I had a, you know, lucid dream about it. Um... I forget, Anyways, am I a figment of your imagination, or are you one of mine? I don't think it really matters at this point. Um, All right, another episode then. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I mean, as long as they can hear us both. Right. Huh. Right? Yeah. Anyways. Episode, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get it down eventually. Probably not. Um, If we don't sort it out by Jeff Fest, then Nell is lost. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, on today's episode of Chatting with Beta Comply... Uh, we're going to talk about, of course, you know, us being on time as usual. We're going to talk about a movie, give, you know, a little bit of a review on it uh, for a movie that came out like what, like a month ago at this point, something like that. Like right? out, out. Oh, no, more than a month. Oh, really? Well. I, guess I, I, I almost wrong. don't want to look it up because I feel like I'll depress us. Yeah, why don't you don't do that? Uh, so we went and saw we didn't go and see i forgot oh god it was so long <laughs> that it was out for like rent on streaming platforms jesus all right, right. uh for yeah, normal don't... rent price Ooh, yeah i don't look that up um we I'm watched uh dungeons and dragons the like i Honor feel like these. literally out of nowhere dungeons and dragons movie that i saw like yeah. zero marketing for except for twice when we went to the movies like and, and that was it yeah, it, it is a weird kind of out of the blue thing. I don't know if you you probably don't know this, but I don't want to underestimate your uh, your wealth of knowledge. Was yeah. it like really out of nowhere? Has this been something that's happening for a while? Because the Dungeons and Dragons movie sounds like something that maybe already did happen. It sounds like it should have happened. But for it to be in like the first half of 2023 seems odd. I feel like they're definitely... Huh? I know there was like some weird Christian movie about Dungeons and Dragons. Well, that's not what I really referring to. Yeah, but... I know. But but like just off the top of my head, that's the only one I can think of. Okay, it was so actually it says the production went through various phases of development since 2013. So it's been Jesus. passed around for a while. Wait a minute. It's been passed around since 2013 and that was the version we got. It appears usually that's so. a death sentence. Wait, that's yeah, 10 years. <laughs> yeah, no, it's apparently been 10 years coming. And it passed around from companies. Paramount ended up with it. Well, considering what we got, that is surprising because this movie is actually like pretty fucking competent and like actually funny. Like it's 
Yeah, no, it's, it's a very solid strange. little movie. It really, it, it if I were to describe it in one sentence, it feels like if a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons players just made a movie of their campaign. Like, right, right. That, that's really what it feels like. Not like the typical, and not like, you know, the typical Hollywood, like, oh, there's a quest and a chosen one and all this other kind of shit. And, you know, everyone's real serious, real grim. No, it really just kind of feels like people fucking around, you know kind of take it it has its serious points but for the most part it's got a lot of like casual charm which is very i I, it's nice to have that kind of charm without it being marvel (laughs) (laughs) oh this is the kind of charm that marvel's been gunning for for a while i think yeah it's kind of it kind of had for a while and then dropped as i say it's the unbastardized version of the casual marvel charm yeah which i kind of hate that they're branded as that now but i mean that's really the best way to describe it right but it really it's, does have that like campaign feel, which I appreciate. I appreciate that they didn't sit down and like, because you know, Dungeons and Dragons has its own lore, but it was like, in the beginning, the warlocks and the like, they don't do that. They're like, yeah. no, the, this is just like, it really has a campaign structure too, where it's like, we have this gaggle of goons. They go here when suddenly this, when suddenly they get out of it, when suddenly, and it, it kind of like, it's it's all about the encounters, really. It's not so much about the the long, fluid quest. It really is like, suddenly something appears in front of you and that's not to necessarily knock it yeah no it definitely has that kind of like uh that like legend of vox machina or critical role feel where it it feels like it's just a bunch of uh people around a table shooting the shit yeah and it's like there's the overarching plot in terms of like oh this big grand thing that's happening but the characters aren't really they're kind of like consequently involved in it <laughs> like just kind of right. circumstances bring them into it and at the end they're not even really they weren't even really going to do anything about it until they, no, they like, kind of yeah, realize should... at the end they're like oh shit a doomsday plot it's like yeah we should probably do something about that the whole plot is the main character getting his uh daughter back ed i think his name wait am i misremembering his name is it ed Wait. Logan, I remember watching the movie. I remember having fun. I could not for the life of you uh, or me tell you the name of Chris Pine's character. I think his name was Ed. I because I, I was going to call him here. Harper. But that's not that's not his that's, name. That's like, the, no, that was his like guild or whatever. Yeah, that was his order or whatever you want to call it. I, I want to uh, say Edgin I remember Darvis. Ed, OK, it was Ed because I remember um, <laughs> I don't remember the barbarian either. I don't remember her name. <laughs> She was Holga. I did remember Holga. that one. Yeah, okay. Because Holga called him Ed a couple of times. And I do remember Simon and I remember Simon because he's got a really simple name and then I'm forgetting the other girl. I... The Tiefling. Um... Oh, Doric. Doric? Yeah, because he was like, that's not Doric, that's Doric. Oh, right. Yes, 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 yes. When okay. the bodybuilding owl emerged from the darkness. <laughs> the bowel. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> the owl from the bowel of hell. It's a bear owl, and I shortened it to bowel, and that's... Uh... Oh, I, oh, I didn't even realize that's what you were doing. Yeah. I mean, that's what he said it was. It was the a bear owl. The from the bowel. Wait, did they say that? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, missed that. This is why I mean... It was an owl bear, yeah. I think they said. Yeah, I believe it. That owl was jacked. It was jacked. 
It was also bigger than any owl has the right to be. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, at that point, it definitely does push the limits of what we define as owl. Yeah. But I mean, but honestly, even though we're struggling to remember their names, I still actually remember all of the characters and like their actual character traits and like mm -hmm. just a lot. I just can't remember their names because no one really met. Right. I feel like nobody really calls each other by their names either. No. Well, that kind of gives it that sort of D and D, like at the playing D and D feel, right? Like I could be wrong. I don't play Dungeons and Dragons, and it's not really on my agenda to do so. But like you come up with the name as an afterthought. The real meat of it is going on the adventure, rolling in the stats and whatnot. Well, also, just how often in conversation, even in like a group of people, are you saying people's names? And I mean, like face to face. Like you would just look at the person and talk to them. Like, I know your name. I don't need to keep, t like, saying, like, Scott, yeah. how are you today? Scott? Scott? <laughs> like it's... Logan, how long have we been friends? Err, Scotticus, for the longest of good. Right. <laughs> like... As acquaintances of several decades. Yeah. And... It... They don't talk like that. That's good. No, they don't. They talk like... I, I would honestly be unsurprised if a lot of it was improv. Um, and I feel like something else that really shows or kind of gives that uh, feeling is that throughout the whole movie, you can really pick out, like, I guess everyone's build <laughs> based on how they talk <laughs> and how they act. Like, I right. feel like our favorite character, bar none, was Holga because she's a 20 strength, one intelligence build. And I fucking love her. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why she, can't you just magic us across? Just do that. Yeah. Quite like a, like the stuff she says. Like She's just so like literal with everything and just so blunt and straightforward. It's just, it's great. The answer is we fight because that's what I've been building towards. Yeah. <laughs> Going to turn into a deer. And then when she does turn into a deer to escape, she's all smug about it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you the deer would work. Ugh. And also, Chris really Pine is just funny. You, he's definitely a bard, yeah. smooth talker. Oh, absolutely, you can definitely tell that. Yeah, I mean, he's it helps rolling that he in charisma, loot, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, it's one of those things. You know, it it proves the old thought that uh, no one really knows what they want until they have it. If you would have like told me to make the connection of Chris Pine and Dungeons and Dragons, I would have. I would have questioned you. I would have yeah. been like, why are you making me do this? But now that I have it, I don't want a life without it. <laughs> He's great. Yeah. I wasn't even expecting him to be the main character, knowing he was the bard, but that was kind of a surprise to me. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I guess it's, again, it was like this, I guess I was expecting more of a typical, like, you know, more, I, I don't know, maybe more quote-unquote honorable characters and all that other kind of stuff but no everybody was kind of like well I, well all of them were thieves except for the paladin and the paladin was my second favorite character because he <laughs> does not understand sarcasm he's such a fucking straight arrow and straightforward with everything he literally doesn't understand sarcasm it's it's great he doesn't understand turn like turns of phrases he's so literal <laughs> it's just an expression i see but yeah, like when he calls the guy a son of a bitch, he's just like, how did you know the mother was like? <laughs> you blame his failings on his mother. Yeah, he's just like, uh, uh, no, it's just... A, That's an expression. Phrase. I see. 
And I just thought, especially when he walks away, he's just walking away in a straight line. He's just oh, like, oh, coming going, up on a rock. Line. Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, he's going over he's the rock. He's going right over the rock. <laughs> and he just walks right over the rock. But it's great. It's it's this re- it's this really nice contrast to the rest of the party to be so unapologetically straightforward and like um lawful good in because ter- I feel like everyone else is like I don't think anyone else is I I would say there's good but definitely not lawful like it's a lot of neutral yeah. or chaos <laughs> like, right yeah <laughs> so it is, it's, it's those dynamics that really sell it honestly. Yeah, and you could also just tell, and again, I know it's a bit of a rambly thing here, but uh, a lot of the naming conventions are just fantastic. Like, obviously, we just have, like, Red Wizards or whatever, you know, like, that's very straightforward, that's fine. But then you have, like, a essentially a portal gun stick. It's a staff that you can use portals with. They literally call it the hither-thither stick. It's It's... <laughs> it's great. That's that sounds exactly like some bullshit stupid name that some dra- dungeon master would come up with on the fly for some mystical artifact. Right. And nobody makes a joke of it either. That that's the that's, that's the best part. It's like the it's like um what am I thinking of? Like who did that a lot in their old movies? Was it Sam Raimi where there's like a lot of camp but like they took it seriously enough? Where it felt like plausible in the world, so like the hither the hither thither stick mm. is clearly a joke to us, but to the characters, it's like okay, no, yeah, that makes sense. Hither thither stick. That sounds like something that is named in this world. So it's like yeah. it's totally. great, it's fantastic, and that just makes it so much funnier. Right. There's a lot of that in this movie. Too much to go over all at once, but those are just some of my favorite moments because I I think I think most of us. I think we missed I, I think I'm the only one that caught the name at first just because we were talking like as the scene was going on. And I had to confirm with you guys like that's what they called it. And you're like, oh, did they? It's like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, that's what they called it. <laughs> they're, they're, they're... It's pretty good, but it's not all, you know, it, it's joking when it's good times for jokes, but it also knows mm-hmm. when it's time like, OK, let's have a serious character moment here. Let's flesh out that motivation a little bit. Yeah. It's not like everything's a joke. It's not like, you know, some newer Marvel stuff like Thor Love and Thunder where everything's silly all the time because we're just a couple of clowns in a circus. Yeah. They know when to slow things down. Like, okay, let's ebb it, ebb it back a bit before we flow into the final act. Yeah, everyone has issues. Like, Simon, it, well, he thinks he's a bad wizard. He's getting in his own way. Uh, uh, Holga has, I don't know, some relationship. It, uh, issues yeah, with the, her some previous turmoil there attention yeah. there because she she and her uh her husband were like excommunicated from their respective tribes because they were marrying outsiders but then they just kind of got separated anyway so that's kind of hard like well, well okay, that's what it was that lifestyle he because the guy left and he was okay with leaving but holga never really got over leaving her tribe and it was always yeah a point of thing so yeah now she's holga just moving no on yeah, uh, uh, Doric, um, I guess it was trust issues more so with her in terms of trust. Like yeah. Um, that was honestly out of all four of them, she was probably the weakest, followed by Holga. And then just because Holga right. doesn't play too much into the plot, Simon's and Ed's obviously play a lot more, or they play a lot more into the main plot and the main issue. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not gonna lie. I didn't expect. I didn't expect uh, Ed to kind of have that character moment that he did, where like mm-hmm. I thought it'd have to be a bit more of the, you know, like people telling him that oh you need to self reflect more and all that other kind of crap. But no, him he knows exactly what he did wrong and he feels horribly guilty about it. And that mm-hmm. and him like just finally admitting or telling people out loud like why he can't stop going. Mm-hmm is actually, like, really good. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's like, why is that, like, actually a good character moment where he's basically just, like, I have failed so much so far with all the mistakes I've made. I can't stop going because if I stop going, that means those failures are permanent. <laughs> so I can't right. stop. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's also like, that's such a, I would say that's honestly such a good message, too. It's just like. Right. A bizarre bit of, like, half inspiration. Like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. It's never a failure until you quit. It's like, right? Okay, it's not bad. (laughs) All right. Now, is it to say like it's a absolute masterclass of storytelling? Oh God, no! Are you no? Not really. No. It's it's Dungeons and Dragons. It feels like a bunch of people sitting around shooting the shit. Right. Like we're talking about with the campaign (laughs) feel, where it it really does have a when suddenly kind of vibe, where it's like, this is scene, the the tension of the scene is something we just invented. They get out of it, move on to the next one. And it's just kind of that, like six or seven times. Yeah. It's a little patchy there. It's, yeah. it, It, I agree. It is definitely a lot more of a fun movie. Right. Where you don't really need to think too hard because they're not taking the plot. Like they take it again, they take it seriously enough in terms of like the world. So the characters feel believable, but the actual Mm -hmm. plot itself, they're like, you know, it's it's almost incidental in comparison to like kind of what the characters are doing, which isn't a bad thing. We don't always have to have a movie plot that's like some deep thought provoking stuff. Sometimes I just want to sit down and have a good time. (laughs) like and that's what it really feels like with this movie is people sat down and were like you know if i say do you think that's what they've been doing for the past 10 years they were playing a campaign and they're like all right finally we did it we got the script (laughs) because we finally got (laughs) everyone together and finished the finish the damn campaign all right let's make the movie and that took like a year they were just like all right let's go (laughs) (laughs) it'd be a really funny writer's room honestly It, it would be but it, it, it really felt like everyone and like the actors, it, it felt like everyone, the movie gave off a really good vibe, honestly, mm-hmm. of like everyone was just having a lot of fun inter- with what they were doing. Right. And that that honestly can sell me so much on a movie. Oh, it's yeah. Just, if I can tell everyone's having a good time, and obviously the movie still has to be good, but like I, I'm a lot more like willing to get into it if it's like pretty clear that people are. They had a passion for it, which is always nice. Yeah, yeah. It, it has a I, I think it's honestly a re, like a super ideal hang out with the homies kind of movie. You know, it, yeah. it's a movie that it doesn't ask too much of you so long as you don't ask too much of it. It's yeah. fun to laugh with, but also has those moments you can laugh at. Nothing a little bit, you know, it's not overly serious, but it knows the basics of dramatic timing. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> uh, basically, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it feels like it could be almost a stand-in if you're not sure about like, well, I'd maybe like to introduce Dungeons and Dragons as, you know, the actual game to the friend group. 
Uh, it feels like this yeah. is a fun alternative. If you don't want to actually set that up, just be like, oh, watch the movie instead. Yeah, because I I, honestly, this it did make me want to try and play Dungeons and Dragons again. However, my issue is actually getting people to play it because I I don't even know where the fuck to start with that. I would like to try, but I again, I have no idea where to start. But that's something else I did want to bring up, bring up about the movie is that they don't hold back in terms of like now are the visuals the greatest not no but they also don't hold back with like the creativity and like dungeons and dragons like the setting just being kind of like open for anything and all this magical stuff they don't hold back all of the i'm i jet and i really like writing fantasy and stuff i will honestly probably go back and watch some of the scenes from the movie to get inspirations for landscapes because they were pretty interesting pretty varied and pretty like i was like yeah i could see this in like a balls to the walls fantasy world like that that's awesome. <laughs> My walls. <gasps> yeah. No, I, I do like how they didn't uh, also, you know, dwell too much into it. Like they just have the big dragon. They don't feel like they need to give the backstory to why he's so big. Yeah. Or if that is, you know, an actual dragon from the mythology or certain maybe events of the mythology of Dungeons and Dragons that maybe took place before, or after or during or yeah. the, the lore, the species. They're like, no, this person is this and they can turn into an owl. That's all I need to know. I'm on board. Yeah. There's a fat dragon in the in the cave. That's all you need to know. Don't get killed by it. It's like, oh, all right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good lesson that we do. We do. Sometimes we don't need it to be drowned in the world building like that. I appreciate that approach. It was something I brought up with Mario, too. I like how they're just like, yeah, fish just do that. And they attack Mario's faces for kisses. Yeah. And the, that thing is like a weird slinky thing. I, I like that we're entering an era where we're just letting worlds be kind of weird and not feeling a need to explain it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I can appreciate that as well, even though I really do like world building. <laughs> like, right. I guess that's the thing right. for me. I really like world building, but that doesn't mean I need to tell everyone like why things are the way they are. If they want to ask me about it, I will have a fucking novel for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have come to realize that, yeah, you know, sometimes just kind of letting things be and just being like, yep, that's something in the world. And then just moving on. It's like, honestly, that's better than knowing the explanation. <laughs> right. And sometimes the explanation is literally just just because. So it's like, don't have anything to is. explain to you. <laughs> Ugh. This is going to be a short fucking episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of other things to say. It's just like, it's not that deep a well, though. Like No, and see, that's what we were saying movie. before, is it's a fun movie. It's not any sort of deep. Like, even the message, no. even like the through lines with the characters and whatnot, I it, surprisingly good for a movie like this, not anything you have to overly think about. Right. It's, it's, is, is it a, do I recommend it? Yes, absolutely. Is it anything, again, you're going to, like, remember for the rest of your life? Probably not. <laughs> I didn't even know that Chris Pine's character had a name until right now. And you confronted me with that knowledge that, oh, yeah, that wasn't just Chris Pine. Yeah. <laughs> Though that was a running joke <laughs> throughout our entire watch of the movie. It, right, it didn't like, help that we constantly referred to him as Chris Pine. Yeah, we just called him Chris Pine the whole time. We yeah. We actively ignored his character. 
Yeah. I think it's because we had just finished watching Chucky a couple of weeks ago and Jennifer Tilly is just Jennifer Tilly in that. So <laughs> we anytime we see a named actor now, we're just like, what if the movie was just like, yeah, that's just like Chris Pine. Like, I think that was the first thing I said was just like, what if right. this is just like Chris Pine getting like isekai'd into fucking Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> yeah. You did say that. I remember that. I'll allow it. I'll allow more Chris Pine. That, I, that'd take. be funny. That would be great. I'd watch it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, I there's don't. There's only so much to be said, really. Yeah, like it's it's enjoyable. It's not high art. It's no. not gonna sustain you. It's it's a it's a fun little uh, puff of junk food movie. Yeah, honestly, and, and that's, that's what to call I would it junk. It's yeah. just you know, it's not very substantial. No, it's 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 fun, but it's very surface level. And I know that sounds mm. bad, but it's a very fun surface level. <laughs> so. It's good at being surface level, if nothing yes. else. Yes, yes, exactly. But uh, yeah, goddamn, this is I, <laughs> I am trying to drag this out. I don't know why. It's not like I have to meet some sort of quota in terms of minutes. But uh, right. Well, don't worry. I, I will probably have more to talk about next week when uh, Jeff Keighley's Summer Fest or whatever he calls it. I just call it Jeff Fest kicks off. Yeah, that or hopefully we are planning to watch Spider-Verse. So oh, we might have more to say on that. Um, Maybe we'll see. But uh, yeah, I think. I think that I think that might just be it. Uh, yeah. Watch the kind movie. Of a, kind if of you're a short and chill one, much yeah. like Dungeons and Dragons. This one's a very casual. Uh, yeah, very casual, there. very off the cuff. If you couldn't tell, we've been rambling this whole fucking time. <laughs> um, it's been a bit of a slow week. Yeah, a little bit. So, yeah, I, well, think, I thought I was hoping that this uh, PlayStation showcase would give us a whole like beefy episode but all that gave us no it gave us fucking nothing (laughs) yeah it gave us one thing and all that we can really do about it is be like snake eater exists again yeah and there we go snake eater oh god i don't want to listen to that back (laughs) (laughs) you won't have a choice you'll wake up one morning and you'll just be there in your console it'll just be oh no i meant it never mind um i don't mind anyways We've been dragging this out for a while. I'll just I'm I'm gonna go ahead and pull the trigger. (laughs) Thank you everybody for listening to this episode of Chatting with Fita Comply. If you've uh, made it this far, we do appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, Scott, for joining me on this particularly short (laughs) episode. More slogan, and you're welcome for the bun I made. I'm just gonna go ahead and ignore what you said. Uh, Everybody, you have just acknowledged it. uh, Damn it, you everybody, you have a great rest of. Time. Time, Mr. Freeman. Goodbye, Mr. Freeman.